0: with occasional bonus interviews with gallery owners, collectors of fine art, and art historians. Perhaps today's show will bring you the aha moment you've been waiting for. Welcome to Artists of New England with your host, Laura Casanari-King. Today I'm delighted to have with me Karen Blackwood from Newburyport, Mass. So Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, We always like to start off our show getting a little information about, particularly for me, I find fascinating artists' journeys in their childhood, and then maybe a little bit about your connection to New England.
1: Sure. I think like all of us, we probably all started, you know, like as little kids, and then you get praise, and then you want more praise, so you do more drawings. (laughs) um, So yeah, I started pretty young, and then I veered off into Um, Well, actually, I started young and I was going to go to school, college for teaching. And I used to give out paintings to high school friends, you know, as my gifts. And um, and one of my friend's moms was like, you mean you're not going to school for, you know, art? And I was like... I can do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can go for my college. I had no concept of isn't that you know so cool. studying arts. Yeah, so then I switched and I presented a portfolio and went to UNH, mm-hmm. and then I had no clue how to be an artist. Yeah. So um, I went into advertising and I moved to New York City and mm-hmm. um, got into an ad agency there. And actually, I was going to go into anything or you know wherever I could get a job. Publishing, I had no clue. So I got into advertising and worked my way up and became an art director and um, found I wasn't doing my art at all. And and then Mm -hmm. there was a woman after eight years there, there was a woman in our agency who was leaving and, you know, she was going to. Go do her fine arts, wow. and I remember looking at her and thinking, "Oh my God, she's escaping! <laughs> she's getting <laughs> out!" And I, and you know, that stuck with me. And it was wow. then I started to realize that you know I missed my art, and yeah. so my husband and I moved, and he's an actor, mm-hmm. so we moved to um, California. So oh. you know, my choices were California or New York, where yeah. acting is, and um, and I took a watercolor class. And it was the first time I could breathe in eight years. I felt everything just like leave my body. And I realized, wow, I really, you know, missed it. And that was the way I breathe. So I, um, I had freelanced in advertising for a couple of years, but I kept trying to figure out how to make my way as an artist Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, ended up doing faux painting as a way to make money Mm -hmm. where I could pursue my art. Um, and transitioned I waited tables I did whatever I had to do to get back to fine art and it took a long road yeah uh, to really be able to call myself an artist so Um, to
0: give up a career and decide to wait you were very serious oh yeah yeah Yeah, it It was was,
1: it was like life or death it felt like and and it's funny because once you get back to it if somebody asked me to give it up I couldn't Mm. you know it's like that much a part of me so that um Wow. Yeah, that was huge to make that transition. And it's funny, because when I left advertising, I had to wait tables at first. And I had a table come in. And mm-hmm. this was in LA in Hollywood. And I look out, you know, from the porch, and I see a group of producers from my agency in New York, and I was mortified. Oh, like, oh my God. God, I've <laughs> got to go up to their table. What am I going to see? Me waiting tables, and I um and I sucked it up and I said, you know, just get over there, Karen, and, and break the ice right now. And it wasn't even my table, but I was afraid they'd see me, yep. so I went over and yeah. said hi. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, I decided to give it up and go back to my art. And what I found was. Yeah just like i had envied the girl who was leaving the exactly. agency they were all looking like wow she did it! she broke know? out yeah yeah <laughs> i love it so there's something you know freeing about following our dreams yeah. whatever that is yeah. and if your dream is business and yeah you know advertising graphic design whatever it's like as long as it's your dream you're good wow so yeah
0: fine art was mine <laughs> That's wonderful. And then, of course, at some point you did come back to New England.
1: I did 30 years later. Mm -hmm. So um, my husband, Steve, and I uh, were in Burbank for 18 years. Wow. And he was um, steadily working out there as an actor. Um, So it took a while to leave. Um, and my daughter was going, who actually happens to be in the arts as well. She's a writer. Mm. Um, and she was going into junior high. So we figured if we're going to leave California, he had gotten written off the show. He got stabbed. And oh. killed, <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, that was the time And we waited a no couple of years to make sure he wasn't going to go back on or go yeah. on another show. And, um, and we thought if we're going to leave now would be the time because yeah. she's going into junior go high. Right and you know, yeah. So, um, we moved and the first place we went was Connecticut. We thought mm-hmm. he'd commute into New York and mm-hmm. I thought, well, this is cool. I'm close to New You know, yeah. it's basically New England. I'm yeah. home. Um, and he did an audition and realized he hadn't had to audition for like 10 years because yeah. he had oh, a right. steady thing. Sure. Um, and he didn't want to do it anymore. That mm-hmm. was like done for him. Yeah. So then we moved to Michigan for 4 years and I was so isolated out there that that's where I decided to get a gallery.
0: No, so it actually started you my career to put your work in a gallery. In a gallery. Okay, yeah, sure.
1: And because before that in California I didn't need to. I had um I had my studio. I could have shows in my oh, studio. I got commissions. Okay. I got um I was steady with yeah, steady income good. and with commissions. But when we moved to Michigan so I was very isolated, and I wanted to reach out. So I set up a Facebook, which I yeah. totally would never have done. Cool. I got my website. It actually was a good place mm-hmm. for me to get serious. And yeah. um, and oddly enough, I could not get a Michigan
0: art gallery, so I got a Connecticut one. So can I just ask what were you? What was your subject matter at that time?
1: at that time in michigan i was painting um
0: i know you've had a lot of classical training. yeah
1: michigan's a tough place to paint it's a good training ground because it's all soft landscape and it's all green and you know there isn't oh. yeah there isn't a lot <laughs> to do so you really kind of hone you know as a wow. plein air painter i was painting more farm buildings oh, okay and stuff like that but when i um got the Connecticut gallery, what I would also do, we would come to New England at least once a year. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a lot of reference photos of Cape Cod and oh. the water and boats. So, you know, that's what I was selling in California as well. Um, really? New yeah, England? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well yes, as
1: score. I also paint out there as well, but I sold a lot of New England stuff. So, yeah, I mean,
0: the coasts are quite different. What yeah, color-wise. Yeah, you find the difference? Uh, for me, the difference
1: in when I taught a workshop just last summer in Carmel, which Mm -hmm. is Northern California, um, and I was looking at the sea, if I lived there, I would be probably focused more on the rocks and the light and the way it hits the water and the waves almost look so small because the rocks are so big yeah, so the dominant right. thing would have been the rocks okay um which i love painting rocks as well yeah. um, and the light is incredible there mm-hmm. it's a very different light the colors are um, richer and warmer mm-hmm. colors and here it's much grayer and yeah. um, the blues have some gray in them um, color wise they're different. I think the mood is different. Mm -hmm. The mood here is much more, um, stormy and moody, which I love. Um, and there it is sunny skies all the time, you know, it's mostly sunny. So there is a difference that way. And in Southern California, um, they had some great waves again, colors much, Mm -hmm. um, you know, greeny blue, a little more, Mm -hmm. um, pure color and here it's more gray color. Um, so i guess out there i oddly enough wasn't painting the water as much even living in california because the traffic to get to the beach was too too. you know oh my god it was story oh yeah it would take forever so around california i was actually doing more palm tree um, paintings and stuff like that Um, but in michigan Hmm. uh, you are trained with what you have so you have to make it work yeah Um, and living there for four years was enough to help with my work ethic, you know, and and figure out how to do this as a, you know, work. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was where I got my mentality of um, being an artist is just a job like any other job Mm
0: -hmm. and how
1: to apply myself and make it happen. Yeah. So it was a good four years spent there. Um, But I always, even through all the time in California, I always thought, what would it be like to go back home and be an artist at home. Yeah. And I, you know, really always wanted to come back here and paint and it took 30 years, but we finally came back and, um, and I thought I would be painting, you know, the pastoral. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I pictured it, I would picture the white mountains and picture, you know, New Hampshire farmland and Mm -hmm. all of that. And then we moved, um, to Newburyport. Ooh, and we went yeah. for walks on the beach and then it just, yeah, That's okay. It. So that was it. And then it took months walking the beach to figure out what I wanted to say and how I okay. wanted to say it. So I wasn't just, um, I did little studies. I'd go out and, you know, do little studies, but I really wanted to know what I wanted to say about it. Yeah. Um, could, and,
0: could you talk about that a little more? Cause I, I uh, also want to mention that you've been published in some big name magazines and great (laughs) really great articles Um, but you do talk about your process a bit in that and could you share what your process is that you know from the conception of the painting to its completion how does that all
1: sure so um I definitely um come to a painting with a a feeling I want to express and with the ocean I all I knew was I was so excited by it mm-hmm. um but the dark stormy yeah because
0: yeah, you're you are just the power a, of it a really soft pleasant yeah I know beach. yeah uh, yeah it, it's I,
1: more the power that moves me and I think um in yeah. one of the magazines I um had mentioned that when I um was a teenager, I used to go to Nantucket for my college summers oh. and I um, body surf, like I think we all yeah. you know, body surf yeah. and I got caught on one and I was at the top of the wave. So it spun me <gasps> like being in a wash Whoa. cycle. And I had no control, and yeah. then it spit me out, and yeah. you know I hit the sand, and I look like that you know was... <laughs> Marge
0: Simpson with the sand, you know piled high. That was my one and only. Yeah. Th- you just yeah. described my one and only experience on a surfboard. Isn't that yet yeah, scary? <laughs> never again. It's like, yeah, and yeah. so
1: and I never body surfed really again after that. And I um, and I think. That alone gave me an immense respect Respect, for the power of that water. And, you know, when I see it, I see, uh, ton of weight of water just Mm. coming rolling and splashing yeah
0: and so other people get it like this light splash and i just see
1: it as no i I mean that's the power power, of your
0: painting it's it's like you can feel that water's going to take you down (laughs) yeah yeah and i'm amazed by it and it's exciting to me and i think it's beautiful
1: i think there's like a majesty to it so Mm To me, it's not meant to be scary as much as awe-inspiring. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm awed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was what I realized I wanted to communicate more than the pretty day at the beach. Or the. So you're out beach.
0: running around getting into storms. Yes, storm. okay, I followed. I'm <laughs> storm like, catcher. Yes, I feel like that once uh,
1: after Hurricane Hermine, I think. Um, we had that hurricane and I'm in my car the next day driving around and I could see a wave, some waves hitting and I'm following a kite over it and my car is like, okay, how do I get to, to that wave? And so I find these wow. spots where the waves are yeah. just tremendous. Wow. Um, so, um, you know, I tend to run from one beach to the next to, to yeah. get the waves yeah. I want. Yeah. Um, and I'm generally not always painting on those times I'm just getting photo references and going back to my studio but I have painted um Todd and I were doing plein air painting once and um and we got these great waves coming in and then it started raining and there's mist and you're so into catching the waves (laughs) that you don't even care that and I was standing next to a dead seal and I didn't (laughs) even know somebody (laughs) else came over and said oh Karen there's a dead dead seal behind you um so in a way uh, it's I would love to be Winslow Homer and have the shelter built where I could really be in all of that. Um, But on a milder scale, that's even fun to paint in. But um, yeah, I'll definitely prefer, I will always go for the moodier if I can get it. Um, And if it's a sunny, bright day, I love the big waves. Um,
0: Calm, you know, it's pretty, but uh, as a matter of fact, I
1: I go to the beach and if it's calm, it's like, ah, there's nothing here. (laughs) So I'm
0: exactly the same way. My husband always is just, he just, he can't believe that the only time I really want to go to the beach is when it's stormy. Really
1: powerful powerful. stuff. Yeah, Yeah, it's just
0: gorgeous. Um, I read somewhere that there's something about the ions that comes off the ocean, Ah. the negative ions that actually some, about 50% of the population need them.
1: Oh, to, that's interesting. To balance yes. your,
0: I don't, I don't remember the whole acronym. That article, could with me, yeah. yes, because yeah. I get like a. Kid I, I do a, too. Yeah. It's like an electric,
1: like Ooh. oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Once I was so, painting in California, and I was um, on. It was actually really strong waves, but again, the rocks are so big. But I was on the top of a rock, and and I'm painting, and I didn't even realize I was covered in
0: water wow. on the bottom. So I mean, I could have been washed wow. off the shore, But you get so <laughs> caught up in it. Wow. That's, that's wonderful. What do you think, what do you um, have as your training? You have a lot of different training, but for you, what was maybe the most inspirational training that you've
1: had? You know, I think my um, strongest influence was actually my undergrad studying at UNH. I had um, Mm. Conley Harris Mm -hmm. and Sigmund Ablees as professors, and they're incredible artists. Conley, um, is a Boston artist. And um, I saw his work in, I think it was Portland Art Museum um, years later and thought, oh, so cool, he's in that. And Sigmund Ablees was out of the school of Philip Pearlstein. They studied together and some very well-known artists. And um, he had, I think after UNH went to New York and taught at the Art Students League. Mm -hmm. So they were by lucked out and had two incredible professors. Um, And I think from Conley, what stays with me was um seriousness of intent, you know I'm always watching whether I'm falling into hokiness or mm. um or trying to be pretty a pretty painting and not having meaning, so wow. for me, I always have his voice making sure that there is a reason for the painting and that nice. there's intent seriousness of yeah. intent. And I think from Sigmund um, Ableys, he actually got me to um, switch out of the fine art program because I think he honed in on my laziness. I was actually very lazy in college (laughs) and relying on my talent. It's like we have talent and um, we think that's going to carry us. And back then I we had some amazing students in there and there was one guy for every assignment we had he would do five studies or you know serious serious arts and oddly enough I can't find his name out there and yeah. I'm like what <laughs> he gave it up um and Sigmund gave me my first B I ever got in oh. art and it devastated me yeah. I mean it sounds silly but it devastated yeah, me so yeah. that I didn't take an art class for a semester Uh, and I, um, switched from the BFA, which would have been a fifth year show to the BA. So I do four years of art studio, um, and went into advertising. mm -hmm. So it really derailed me because I was so sensitive and didn't hear what he was saying. So I heard what he had said was, um, you're sitting on your talent and yeah. I have to go by what everyone else is putting into the work. And he said, you're not growing because you're not pushing right. beyond the talent you have.
0: And so mm. I didn't
1: hear that. And mm. I just heard, you know, you're not able to do it, which is so funny. And and it took yeah. me 30 years to realize when I understood that it's just a job like any other job yeah. and that we have talent, but if we put in the work, then Whatever your talent is, you will reach your full potential of yeah. where you can go.
0: Yeah, um, and so beautiful. it
1: changed my whole perspective of how mm-hmm. to push myself and and grow. And um, so years later, I appreciate what right. you gave me. You yeah, it's beautiful. It took a long time. And there. Michigan helped. And Michigan helped, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like out in the middle of no. <laughs> Oh,
0: uh, I love Michigan, though. And it's yeah.
1: beautiful. And I met some great artist friends. Um, but yeah, it's a tough... Uh, we're lucky because we have a painting wherever we look
0: mm.
1: you could produce a painting anywhere in new england there's so much beauty here and same thing in california mm. painting everywhere you look it's beautiful mm-hmm. michigan you have to make it happen you know not that it isn't a beautiful right. state uh, yeah. but the, it really is hard because it's all green it's all yeah. uh you know yeah i had to work harder there but it really gave me that work ethic oh that's michigan also um was a place where People have an incredibly good work ethic. Mm,
0: oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah.
1: so I think that helped In the me as well, for sure. Yes, yeah. yeah I spent
0: a lot of time there myself. Oh, yes, you
1: would not. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. really like work as a yeah a concept they take seriously, yeah. and I think yep. uh, I needed that. So
0: right. So, um, what is your intent for your viewers? What are you trying to portray? Is it something different with each painting? Is it? Um... I think I try not to
1: repeat myself. Hmm. Um, so even when I demo. I'm uh, trying to not get caught up in, um, oh, here's how we do a splash wave and here's the splash wave. I try to make it a painting that I actually want a finished piece out of and a gallery piece. And so um, I keep telling myself, like I have all these other things I want to paint, some harbor scenes and it's like, but oh, one more, (laughs) you know, just one more. And I don't know when I'll finish the series that's going on forever. But so far, there's still a lot that I want to capture, whether it's um, pushing more drama. And I think I've been, I noticed lately, I've been doing more of the more dramatic pieces, and I don't know if it's just where we are as a society today. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of turmoil, and maybe that's coming out of my work. But, um, you know, I'm doing less of the sunny day pieces and more of the moodier pieces. Um, So for me, sometimes it's... um, just an outlet to express both the internal mm-hmm. as well as the external mm-hmm. of what I see. A lot of yeah. my own stuff comes into
0: my work. So um, mm-hmm. that's great.
1: Yeah, it's a good outlet.
0: Um, tell us about some. Oh, uh, t- first, tell us what galleries your work can be seen at. So, locally, um, a great gallery is Todd Bonita's
1: gallery in Portsmouth. And then he has a couple of my pieces in a gunquit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met Todd a couple of years ago and we just clicked. He's somebody who has a passion for the history of our community, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Um, so his gallery is filled with people, you know, he responds to their work and um, friends of his. And I love that he's building um the New England community, you know, yeah, that we're so really rich is. in our history. It's like incredible yeah. artists everywhere here. Yeah. Um, and I love that he's pulling us together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm thankful to have met him. So my work is there and, in Marblehead mm-hmm. at the Marine art gallery, which is this incredible gallery. They have Emile Grupe's and, um, just some of the really great Marine artists out there today. And, um, It's also at Susan Powell in Madison, Connecticut. And she was the first gallery I went with when I was in Michigan. Oh. So, yeah. um, Oh, on one of your trips down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When we were going to move to Michigan, I mean to Connecticut, Connecticut. we were actually in that area. And I popped into her gallery with my daughter and she has such a love for art that she actually took my daughter around and was explaining the art to her. And and I thought, Oh, that's great. She loves her artist and she loves art. So, um, she was a great first start for me and I'm still with her. And, um, who's my other gallery? Oh, Trees place in Orleans, Cape Cod. Hmm. And, um, they are the second gallery I got, um, when I was local, you know, moved here locally. So they were the first one I got out here. Okay. Um, and, you know, really nice owners out there. And I have a show coming up, I think that is August twenty fifth at Trees Ooh, Place. Nice. Um and it's a three person show. So um I'm working now this might yeah. <laughs> this <piece> today <laughs> might end up in there, although I never know when right. I'm gonna finish. But I have a sunrise right. painting that um will go in there. It's a very large one um, that I do maybe one of those every couple of years because they a sunrise
0: Sunrise, oh, and they take a nice. uh,
1: long time to finish because there's so many layers um because yeah. that could look so kitschy if you don't tone it down and, yeah. and try to balance oh, out the yeah so that one um will be in it and nice. i'll probably not do another one for a year or two at least yeah. um yeah that word you line. just said it can look so catchy. kitschy. Kitschy, kitschy, like um remember I said the professor whose voice I always yeah. have in my head yeah. is that it has to have some seriousness to it. So sometimes you'll see paintings yeah. that are sunrises or sunsets. Well, that I are think just that so almost so with like
0: all, almost shtick, oh, you know, yeah. the word stick. Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: It's like, and so I try never to I do never that. Try I never try them
0: because it, of that.
1: Yeah. The colors can be so bizarre. And that's yeah. the only time I tend to move away yeah. from my limited palette. I'll add some ochres or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Italian reds or whatever. just true? To,
0: you really stick with that palette all the time. For the most part, <gasps> I really do. Yeah. Wow, you, you're, you're yeah. such a master. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's like, I
1: love that palette. But there are times where you have to introduce, like with sunrises wow. would be, um, I need to neutralize colors even more. So an ochre yeah. will kind of kill the color. So Go do you on, mind do sharing
0: with the listeners what your palette is?
1: My palette is, um, that I teach in my workshops and I actually use, yeah. um, is... Uh, titanium white and a limited palette of cad yellow pale, um, alizarin crimson permanent, uh, ultramarine blue
0: and viridian. Yeah, and that's pretty it's much so it. Incredible. Yeah. just to see today in your demo what you did. All the colors you can. Those. You can get every
1: color you need with oh, that. Yeah, my you really can because I think of color as being relative anyway. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I choose as my warmest color. I just need to mix something cool to go mm-hmm. against that. So it's all relative to what I choose anyway. Yeah. So an intense color could be made more intense by the colors I place around it.
0: Okay, right. For instance,
1: you know, the red, if yeah. I place the complementary color of um, green right around that, that red will pop mm. more. So it really is kind of all relative. You, I mean, look at Zorn's palette of, yeah. you know, what is it? Black and um, so did, yellow. and. Did you just kind of limited. come to that
0: on your own or did someone influence or, you know, I think I not sure
1: where I first saw the idea of a limited palette. It might have, and I'll, I'll say this without being sure if this is actually where I saw it, but I think I had seen in my book that I have of Kevin McPherson Um, painting light and color. I'm not sure if it's in there, but I believe I may have come across that limited palette possibly from Mm. Kevin McPherson's work. And I Mm. I liked the idea. And I was also um, trying to simplify my process to teach it yeah. So,
0: you know, when And that's what I thought today you yes, would just but when you just said that. But what I, you actually just use I actually adopted it. And I actually simplified
1: love. shapes to teach it, but now I yeah. adopt it in my own work. So oh, all of the things that I simplified for teaching have benefited my
0: benefited. work. I love yeah. that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> so how long have you been teaching?
1: Ah, uh, let's see. Well, I taught in um California. So how many years ago was that? That was Uh, We've been here five, four there, so nine, about (laughs) 12 years ago. And actually before that, I was asked to teach, you know, now I forget, I was asked to teach at local art centers in Mm -hmm. California. Um, And I taught a figure drawing class at the Glendale um, Brand Library Mm -hmm. Association Art Center or whatever it was. Um, And I taught watercolor painting. Mm-hmm. I taught um, painting the figure in watercolor.
0: Wow. And then,
1: um, and then I taught my daughter and her six friends that could fit into my studio. And that was because <laughs> in the school system, they, uh, they had that typical, you know, right and wrong method of teaching art to the elementary <laughs> oh, school boy. kids. Yeah. And yeah. I went in and one teacher who's a sweetheart was so proud to show me all the kids' drawings, paintings, mm-hmm. and they were all identical. Yeah. They all had, yeah. you know, brown trunks, green, yeah. you know, blue sky. Yeah. And my stomach went oh. into knots and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So that was when I decided I wanted to teach my daughter and um and give them all that kind of mm-hmm. critical learning of you know, not right or wrong, but what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> so I taught kids. Um and then when I came out here um, actually in Michigan, I started the workshops teaching, um, adult workshops and, um, and that was it. And this, so instead of doing a weekly class, which I just don't have the energy for or the time, yeah. um, I break it down to a monthly here and mm-hmm. then maybe one or two traveling workshops. Yeah. And I'll probably yeah. increase that a little more, but,
0: right. um, but That's yeah, nice. it's like
1: some people, Teach every week, and I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs>
0: too yeah, much. Yeah. I know. So tell us a bit about some of the um, awards that you've received. I read quite a bit in several magazines, which at the end I want to sh- have you share the magazine names of, that you have been published in because one of them is 10 pages long. I right? know. That, <laughs> and that
1: actually is a great tool in class because yeah, it's a demo yeah, uh, article. Yeah. So, yeah, awards have been, um, you know, recent awards i guess would be mm-hmm. um the international artist magazine
0: mm-hmm.
1: um has a i think it's annual category of contests so there's a landscape one that is a certain time of year there's a figurative there's okay you know and the one i entered happened to have been i think it's rivers seascapes or water seascapes and um and I won finalists for that, yeah. so um, that got me into that magazine.
0: Right. And
1: um, then and people I... People
0: can get back copies.
1: They what, can order that back copy. So the February-March issue is the one that came after that. So for that, I don't remember when that came out. Okay. Um, but a year later, or possibly just over a year, she contacted me um, to see if I'd be interested in doing a demo. Um, So I was like, sure. Uh Um, And that one came out in February, March of 2018, which they can order that. And the International. International Artists Magazine. Um, And that one always has in it, I think, three artists um, globally. So from all around um, internationally Mm. that submit a demo and they give them like a 10 page spread.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they have, um, tips. It's a great magazine. It really is filled with information for artists. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I won, I think about three bold brush through Faso,
0: um,
1: which are tough, man. It's like so many good people enter those. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, you get the fave, Fifteen percent, um, and you get those a lot in the site. But to you know actually break through beyond yeah. that is like oh phew. That's great.
0: Um,
1: yeah, so that and
0: um, I don't even remember Art Muse.
1: Oh, uh-huh. Art Muse. Yes, mm-hmm. there's another online. I tend to do a lot of the online because I don't have extra work to ship out yeah. to uh, yeah. shows <laughs> unless it's a local one. I really don't. Um, send work out. And that eventually, hopefully we'll have some extra to do that. Um, so yes, Art Muse, um, is a wonderful online. Um, and I won, I think, I don't even know a finalist in that maybe, or whatever that category is. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure, oh, Oil Painters of America. Um, I won an online, um, award. And I think that's it for the online ones. I can't even remember. Right. Um, And magazines were um, American Art Collector magazine has done, you know, a page on my work. And uh, Fine Art Connoisseur has uh, put me in um, the three masters to watch or some section like that in their magazine. Mm. Um, And... Oh, the American Society of Marine Artists puts out yeah. a journal, and they did a, a.
0: Well, that was also an exhibition you participated. Yes, in. Yes, that, that was the
1: museum exhibition, which was yeah. great. Um, I went to see it, and it was so um, well done and well, you right. know, put together. And I think that is a annual or biannual, or mm-hmm. you know, so they do it. Um, maybe it's biannual because I don't think they did it yearly. Right, um, but that was really good to. Have it visit the museums, and my goal was always to get in a museum. So yeah. it's like and, done. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> One check. Yeah, awesome. No, I actually want that, yeah, someday exciting. to be
0: in a um, collection of yeah. a museum. That would be my yeah. ultimate goal. Yeah, and then you were in, in an exhibition at the Cultural Center of Cape Cod. Oh yes,
1: yeah, that was very good. That. um yeah. Also had some of, you know. The region's
0: finest marine artists. Don't be shy. (laughs) (laughs) we can't brag. We're New Englanders. (laughs) Yeah, that's that would be a nice show for sure. Yeah, that was great work there. Yeah, the Huntington Museum in Pasadena, California. That was when I
1: was in the California Art Club. Yeah. um, And they did shows at the Pasadena Museum. I also got into a juried show, which I don't think was the California Art Club. Um, which was the Huntington Museum, um, and oh my God, they put it together an incredible show, and it was so high end. They oh. were cater, they were shuttling collectors to and from their cars <gasps> wow. for the works they buy, and then you could put up another piece, and um, and it was catered with <laughs> oh um, you know incredible food and drinks. Oh, I've never seen anything over as over the top as this California wow, thing was, but yeah, it was an amazing cool. artist at that. Um, wow. The California artists who are so incredible. Nice. Um, which, when I taught in Carmel, I um, was out there and had Brian Blood popping because his studio was right where I was teaching. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet him and I love his work. And uh, Jesse Powell, another great California artist who Um, I popped into his gallery and we got to meet um, and who there was a ton out there that when I lived there, I was like, why didn't I, you know, reach out to them (laughs) earlier? So it took me going and (laughs) teaching out there to see, I got to go introduce myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we have coming up for shows.
1: So I've got the show in August 25th opening at Tree's Place and I'm giving Todd Um, two to three paintings. I have to see what I can get together for uh, Wednesday. I'm going to drop them off. He is having a show, and I'm not sure of all the artists in it, but I know Don Demers, Donald Journey, Mm -hmm. um, Alistair, um, Daisy, and... Todd, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to give him a few pieces. And nice. I think Todd said that opens July 6. Nice. Um, so I'm psyched to be in that one. And then that's it for for shows. It takes me all year just to paint the work to get yeah. into these
0: things. Yeah. Um, oh my, for sure. Yeah. How do you balance things? I know um, you seem to do pretty well with your social media. You've got a yes, nice website. that
1: actually is. Um, amazing to me what facebook has allowed the artistic community to do i've sold work off facebook i've um got usually my students i think are finding it did you find out about the workshop through facebook yeah yeah through facebook it's amazing right um yeah i love how like todd's pulling together a community of artists i love how facebook also pulls together a community of artists it's like you know our little world has become
0: small and that's great and how do you find the balance of trying to take care of that end of the business and balance it with
1: I never do. studio <laughs> work? <laughs> I know. That's actually. Um, is that maybe the I'm hardest struggle? I'm on Facebook, yeah, yeah, a little because, yeah, more time has to be spent painting. Yeah. But there is a balance. Even teaching the workshops, you have right. to, you know. Market that and get that out there and do my newsletters. And, you know, so you've got all of this administrative stuff you have to right. do. Um, I try to get that done in the early part of the day. And then usually I'm painting from one to five or one to six. So it's like a four hour paint day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and do administrative for, you know, an hour or two. Mm hmm. Um, and prepping for classes when you're teaching a workshop, you have your one day of your workshop, but not only are you marketing, oh, but sure. you're also prepping for the <laughs> yeah. workshop. So you have those days. Yeah. Well, then
0: you're communicating with the attendees and you're communicating with yeah, attendees, by but email, you're, separately. but you're also
1: prepping your, yeah, <laughs> yeah. prepping <laughs> your work your canvas, your Mm. prepping, your, um, what you're going to demo. So there's all that prep, but the positive side is that usually the demos end up becoming finished paintings that go into my shows. So that all would be work I'd be doing anyway. Sure. Um, That's great. So, yeah, there is, um, a balance. And then of course you have to balance family. You've got Mm -hmm. kids. So for the longest time when my daughter, I think as women, we uh, also have it a little rougher, um, you know, because generally, and that's not every family, but generally, you know, the mother is a little more involved in the rearing of Mm -hmm. your kids, just to say today. And with my daughter, um, when she was an infant, I barely had time to do any art. And as she got to be about a year, then I was doing, you know, watercolor portraits in my kitchen oh, while she was napping, nice. you know, grabbing time. Or yeah. what I started to do is hire a 12 year old young girl to come play with my daughter while I paint <laughs> for a couple of hours. Sure. And, um, and then, you know, as I had more time, mm. I would, you know, when she went into kindergarten, I had more time and yeah. I paint more and then, yeah. you know, kept adding on. Yeah. And it's funny cause I actually thought I, was pregnant at one point, And my daughter at that point was already in second grade. And I was starting to get into a momentum of my work. And I, I remember my first thought is, I can't. And <laughs>
0: <Yes.
1: laughs> uh, I ended up Just not being, and I realized for me, mm-hmm. one child was all I could do yeah. at that time because yeah. I was also older and I, yeah. wanted my career, I wanted my art at that point. Right. Um, so I would not have been able to balance yeah. the two. It would have yeah. been almost like you step way too far forward and yeah. then you'd have to go way back. So to yeah. balance family. Balance. And I think that was one thing um, that did take me a while is, I don't know if you felt this because you've got a larger family even, but I um, it had to work out being present
0: with yeah, my family yeah,
1: because when I first Absolutely. was getting into my art yeah that was all I would think about and my head was you know always on the studio and the art or painting and I had to um put my stuff away you yeah, know that's a work day it's a job I mean, it's a job yeah, and yeah, as long as I can it's remember it's a job put it away yeah. be with your family right and I could balance uh, mm. being present although we joke because growing up you know I would be taking photos and my photos are all landscape and then to be like, Oh yeah, you and <laughs> you and Dad. Oh, are these these
0: people here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's get a family it. shot in. Okay. So I really had to uh, yeah to, you know, be there with my family. And I had a friend who, interestingly enough, she was a um faux painter. I met her when I was trying to figure out how to, you know, have an income. And um she chose never to go back to her fine art to only do the faux painting. And she was happy with that. And part of her reason was um, the obsessive quality we can have as artists. Mm. And that frightened her so much because it was all consuming and she couldn't Balance. balance it yeah um, I can see and that. so yeah it could be very yeah. and so for
0: me I didn't actually get into art till my kids by the way were, we're out older of the house. so okay oh, yeah. house, oh great so, so for me it's obsessive. a totally yeah. It, yeah but I didn't yeah. anticipate that obsessiveness it, I, it hits I, you yeah. yeah and the
1: more you paint the more obsessive you get yeah and so it is um Something that I learned to balance, but in the beginning, it can be a little frightening because yeah. it is something that's just whoa, that's yeah. all I want. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's I remember yeah. when it really Very hit addictive. me. Yeah, the yeah. first couple
0: of months, I thought, well, this will wear
1: off. And <laughs> yeah, no, you really have to be aware of that. And, yeah. and you know, wonderful for the people like I admire, um, George O'Keefe and the time she lived mm. in and how she was so. Um, ahead of her time, just yeah. in what she gave herself to be an artist, mm-hmm. but she also chose not to have children mm-hmm. because of that yeah. obsession. Yeah. So sometimes you know you're 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 making a choice. Right. So you're giving up to be with my family. I'm giving up, you know, maybe um, half of where I could be. Yeah. You know, you never know. So, yeah. um, but that's a choice because I love my family. Yeah. Um, and the art is my my other love, and that's. Yeah something that yeah yeah so what defines success
0: for you as an artist
1: success for me unfortunately I'm not driven monetarily Mm -hmm. so success is not about how much I earn Um, success is very much about um, peer recognition Mm. and um, validation Mm. in terms of collectors Mm -hmm. you know um, I think it's an inner thing to you know Hit my the best level I will ever be, and I don't know that I'm Mm. there yet. So it's always that carrot of you know I have another growth. I hope that you know I keep going through growing, learning, you know, periods. So I guess for me, it's like success is just being able to do this, you know, to be able to grow, um,
0: you know, if I can keep painting that's that's successful. (laughs) That's great. So do you have any thoughts of any other series coming up outside of the ocean? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I actually, um, not that we don't love the ocean. You could do that for the rest of your life and boy, it's the,
1: I, um, I know I want to do more Harbor scenes and I've seen some artists lately, um, doing garden or, Foliage. I, I've been looking at an artist, Katie Whipple, who does these beautiful, um, almost like studies of flowers mm. um, that I've been looking at. And, you know, in oils in oils. Yeah. And I am moved by the work, but it, um, recently saw some work where it's almost like a big jungle of, you know, foliage and floral. And it reminded me of work I was doing a long time ago when I was doing murals. Um, in California, where I just uh, almost loosely would paint and it would just develop into this wonderful floral. Ah. So seeing that has on my back burner, like I want to, you know, explore that down the road. Um, you you,
0: you, When you say loosely, are you just painting from... Literally when I did the photo reference, some of it was, I did one that ended up in
1: the LA times did an article on it. Um, because in California Mm -hmm. we all have cement separating houses, you Mm -hmm. know, like you have the cement wall and then it gets to a a lower cement wall between the driveway. And, um, on our house, there was no dirt. So you couldn't plant to cover that cement wall. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I'm just going to paint my own garden. <laughs> and um, and then on the higher part of the wall, I picked I up it. the neighbor's landscape. So their tree became the top to my mural. <gasps> wow. And then I made up flowers and I had weeds oh, and I and I had um, birds flying over <laughs> thinking it was, you know, a real garden. But some of it was made up flowers. Some was reference, yeah. you know, like looking at it. But the whole thing was imaginary. Um, and I had so much fun doing it. And just that painting it. Um, the process for that was painting it very loosely, um, without thought to what I was painting and then carving out leaves through the texture and the forms that were loosely put in there abstractly. Um, so it built up out of that and it was so much fun to approach it that way. So I think if Mm -hmm. I, did it i would be less interested in the photorealism aspect of it as much as the expressiveness of it yeah Um, but i do want to get to that event i don't know when this seascape or if i can pop one in here and there and start branching out that way but Mm -hmm. i um for me i think it would have the same energy that i can put into my seascapes because i do remember in the mural um it was so freeing and loose and um, yeah. and yet you could hone in on the realism where I wanted it. Yeah. Um, but there becomes movement within all of that foliage um, that has to drive your eye through it. Sure. So, um,
0: and then it makes, so how did it make it to the paper? Someone saw oh, it. Oh, somebody saw it. Press. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: They were walking by and um, it definitely is eye catching. It's kind of, you know, you think it's real from a distance that it was so funny because a gardener came over and, you know, we was looking to see how we had planted. And, um, so yeah, it wow. looked real. And then when you get up, you see that it's actually pretty fairly loose. Um, and so they said, Oh, would you like, you know, to have an article done on it? So it's like, Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, wow. That was fun, and my neighbors still tell me it's still there. Oh, um, so yeah, yeah, oh, that's awesome. So it lasted years and that's years and great. years, and it was. Two and what did you acrylic- seal it with? Yeah, I didn't seal it, <laughs> just- and it was just <laughs> acrylic paint really? to like art tubes of paint. Amazing, um, and it was a huge wall. Really huge cool. wall. Wow. So yeah, it's like, um, it's held up, and somebody asked me, or I actually he put a question out for all Facebook people. I think it was Quang Ho was doing a mm-hmm. outdoor thing um and wanted to know what you have to do and from what i found uh it had to be primed well so you had to have whatever you're painting on outdoors primed right but i honestly put no top coat on it mm. and it has been uh 13 years 12 wow. years and it's still that's still there amazing. yeah
0: that's very cool very so, cool so yeah so what what advice could you give to our listeners who are looking to um Burn the boat and take the island, you know, like you did. <laughs> <laughs> and really that's what they want to do. What, what's their best advice? To... I think um
1: the thing I know my husband and I, because my husband's an actor, um, and I'm the artist, and then my daughter's the writer. Mm-hmm. Um, when you so, go that route, yeah, if you don't have the breadwinner yeah. in the family or you know, the nine to five. Yeah. Um, real job person, yeah. <laughs> then I think you just have to be willing to know that, um, you have to be happy with what you're doing because you may not have it financially. So right, right. for me, um, the fact that we've been able to live as artists all our lives, mm. um, is a huge you know, success. I'm feeling sure. thankful every day for that. Um, but that being said, we have to live fairly frugally, yeah. you know, we have to have zero credit on our credit cards, yeah. um, make sure that we're living within our means, because you don't know month to month right. what happens with artists. Um, but we've always managed to, you know, live well, and mm. um, and it's always worked out. But you, you just have to know that um, it may not, or it may. And right. It's like, you know, you have to, do it because you love it. Because right. I think if you go into it, Um, At least for me, if I had gone into it for money, um, it wouldn't have fulfilled me. But Mm -hmm. then some people can approach it that way. And um, it is about the output for money. For me, it really was an internal thing. And I really needed to express in a series, I had that voice of my Conley mm-hmm. Harris. So it had to be, um, does he know now? No, no. My <laughs> husband's always like, you should write uh, tell you him. tell yeah. him. Yes. Um, we'll find yeah. him and
0: send him this yes. episode. <laughs> I, know.
1: <laughs> I know it actually is something that, um, helped me to have a reason to paint and yeah. to want it to be worthy of a museum someday. And even if it's not, it's, that's my,
0: yeah.
1: my measure, mm-hmm. you know, is to always try to aim for that. Nice.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you
1: so much for being oh, thanks on thanks so show. much for doing this. I this hope I didn't bore. Oh, no, this is fantastic. <laughs> uh, thanks,
0: Laura. We'll hope to talk again. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. If you found inspiration from today's show, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and share it with a friend or two on social media. Also, take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes or share your takeaways from today's show on ArtistsOfNewEngland.com under today's episode. And while you're there, you'll find links to the topics mentioned in today's show. And don't forget to peruse the growing library of podcasts and resources. Thanks for listening. you got beauty to share with the world that no other human has. So get in the ring and pick up that brush.